tour goggles. What are tour goggles? Ooh. Okay. You get this hard. What? Oh, what? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what this is. This... I don't think you do. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say what I think it is and what happens to you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the morning block. It's the first block of the day. I'm Jake. And I'm Chris. And I founded Virtual Arts with the help of my good buddy Chris and a whole lot of other awesome people. This is the weekly show where we talk about uh, all things pageantry and marching arts. And sometimes we answer big questions, but today we have a very special guest. It's my wife, Rachel. Yay! Pastor Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. So today, if you saw the episode title, uh, we're going to be playing a game uh, of how much band lingo do you know? Um, and my wife, Rachel, is my favorite person, obviously, uh, but she's not a band person. She didn't do guard uh, or, or marching band or drum corps and kind of just married into the activity, so to speak. So uh, she's going to be playing this game and you can play along at home where uh, I'll be giving these very specific band lingo or jargon or, or words that mean something specific and band and they mean something else uh, for real life. Uh, and then Rachel will either say that she knows them and, and say what they are or try to give her best guess. And then uh, Chris will also try to explain wh what the word actually means in context of band. So you can play along at home uh, and let us know how many of these uh, you can actually get. Some of them are a little trickier and a little more niche and some of them are pretty common. So before we start, Rachel, how many do you think you're going to get right? Like what score do you think? <laughs> how many get? are there? There's about 38. Oh, gosh. Um, probably less than half. Less than half. She gets an A if she gets a fifth. Okay, that, that, that's good. You win if you get 19. Chris, do you think you're going to get all of them? I'm going to shoot a little lower. I'm going to assume I can get 36. 36. Out of 38. Okay. All right. Well, let's get it going. So this is how much band lingo do you know? And we're going to start with... My favorite, the morning block. Rachel, what do you think the morning block is? Um, okay, the morning block is just the first block of the day. Yes, and what else do you know about it? That is correct. Um, you do band. Yes. Chris, <laughs> do you want to elaborate further? <laughs> well, we'll give you the point on that one. For one, one point for Rachel, but Chris, you want to elaborate? Yeah, yeah, one, one, one point. So the morning block is, as we say in the podcast, it is the first block of the day. It's also the best podcast ever. Block being a rehearsal block. It's normally like four hours. And in drum corps, it's often a um, sectional block. So you're off with your sections. There you go. The morning block. Uh, next one is tick. What do you think a tick is? You could, this also can be used as a verb as in to tick. Okay, I don't really know. I don't know <laughs> All that right, one. Best guess, best guess. Um... Either two tick. Or I mean, I assume it's some way of like keeping time, right? Or close, close. Chris, can, can That's you? Actually yeah, close. it is pretty close. That's Chris, pretty can close. you explain kind of the history of this? A tick is a mistake. Oh. Um, back in the old drum corps days, they had tick sheets. The judges did whenever they saw a mistake, they would put a tick box. Uh, they'd mark a little tick, and that's how they counted how many mistakes they saw out on the field. And each tick was a deduction of like a tenth of a point. Okay, um, that makes sense. And so, yeah, you you can call a person a tick, which is really insulting because <laughs> then that you're like you're a mistake. 
Classic. Uh, next one, um, dot. What does dot mean, Rachel? A dot is a small circle. It is. It is. It and is. How is it used? <laughs> I'll give you like in a sentence, like uh, go to your dot or I'm on my dot. Okay. So it's a, it's your spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chris, you want to yeah. elaborate why it's called dot? Uh, I mean, whenever, I guess whenever drill sheets are made, the forms are put, the people are dots on, in the form. So you have your specific dot that you have to go to on the field or on the floor for WGI. Okay. So that's your dot. Very good. We'll give half point. Pretty good. One, one and a half points so far. All right. Next one. Uh, diddle. What is a diddle? Okay. Um, like a series of m music phrases. And pretty close, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I, I, think I don't. Pretty. I don't know what kind of term to use, but that's that's kind of my best guess. Okay, I I, I say half point for okay. that. Chris, do you want to elaborate? I say I say half point. Um, a diddle is a is a musical term often used, especially mostly in drumming. Um, it's when you use uh, your your stroke, uh, your fulcrum, to do two strokes in one hand for where oh. one note normally is. So if you have a 16th note and you put a diddle on it, it becomes a 32nd like, note. Right, right, really okay. fast, left, left. Yeah, I don't feel like two I notes. deserved that pop, pop. half point, okay. but all right. Deduction of half a point. No, I'm okay. keeping it. <laughs> okay, keep the point. <laughs> no, she won it, she won it, she got <laughs> two, it. You gave it to her, you can't points. take it back. Uh, next one, uh, ensemble. I'll accept several answers for this. There's lots okay, of ways. Okay, that's just the whole, on, the whole band. Good. Correct. So I'll give you the point on yep. that. But specifically, in, in if it's describing rehearsal, what is ensemble rehearsal versus just any rehearsal? What is so what it's the whole band together versus the different. Chris, it is That's indeed. Right, another That's point. Exactly what ensemble is. Yeah, I, I got that one. We just we're just la we're just lazy in band speak, so we we shorten a lot of things. So we say going to ensemble, ensemble being. The rehearsal where we put everything together normally later in the day or right before the show. Yep, three points. All right, uh, next one. Cheese. Mm, I like cheese. <laughs> I also like Jesus. cheese. <laughs> this one is tough. Very niche. I, I, I would tough. bet two thirds of band people may not even know what this is. Very um, niche. I definitely don't know this one. I don't think Best I've guess. ever heard you use this, but I don't know. I feel like maybe it's if something. Get spoiled. Something gets oh, messed a, that's up. That's a pretty good guess, Chris. Do you want to describe hmm. what a cheese? I I, I yeah. guarantee you there are, there are drum corps people who don't know what this word is. So I would have been shocked. That's yeah. a super advanced. Yeah, this one. is this is a this is a tough one. So what we talked about with the diddle before, there's also another uh, drumming rudiment called a flam, where you basically play both hands offset, uh, one's lower, one's higher. So a cheese is you combine a flam and a diddle, and apparently flam plus diddle equals, equals cheese. cheese. I don't know why we decided this, but All right. that's what it is. All right, next one, hype. Okay. I'll, I'll accept several answers for this because this is interchangeable. Hype's a good I mean, hype is like one. hype. I don't, yes, I don't. It, it is hype as in like the normal way to use it, but specifically in band, what are some of the, the band okay. uses for the word so hype? So it's like something that gets you excited for your... Right? Yeah, okay. I, I'll give at least half a yeah. point on that. Chris, do you want to explain some yeah, of the other specific well, definitions? Well, I don't know. That might that honestly point? be a full point. Because when I think about hype, and like everyone's excited about their own hype, it's like the secret about it and 
I don't know. I I, I petition full point okay. to be honest, but hype hype in band is often an item that uh, either the drum corps or a section of the drum corps has. Um, sometimes it's secret. I've been in a few where it's a secret thing, and sometimes it's public knowledge. But it's often like a, a stuffed animal or an action figure or something Traffic that has cone. a name. Yep, that the um, that that section idolizes and is their like personal mascot. And they'll just like take this small object and like put it in front of their warm up or whatever. Okay. Yes. But yeah, it hypes them up. Oh, we'll give you the point. Four points. All right. Next one. This is another one that, again, this is a more advanced one. Uh, a hi mom. Hi mom. Oh no. Hi mom. What do you think hi mom means? Oh no, Karen. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know it's a drumming term because it's so dumb. Yes, all okay. the dumb ones are definitely from from the, like the guard ones make way more sense. <gasps> I were if like I could play a cheese, I could play a flam, and I could play a hi mom. <laughs> Chris, see if you can explain this one without without visually showing. I'll try to demonstrate here. Yeah. But you talk and I'll, yeah, I'll I was gesture. Say, so a high mom is a stick trick that is utilized in the snare drums with their left hand. So they have that weird grip, the traditional mm-hmm. grip, where like half of their hands on top, half of their hands under the stick. A high mom is where they spin the stick between their fingers around their hand so it goes in a full like two 270 uh, degrees there we go 270 degrees around hits the drum and then they swing it around back to their normal grip that just all right now that's a high mark. drummers you know all right next one drummers uh, a burp okay well I... but it's spelled with an e if that oh. helps b-e-r-p you guys are giving me hard ones. Chris, Chris, <laughs> I, do, Chris do you know this yeah, one? This... I feel like I know a decent no. amount of band terms. <gasps> I didn't. I didn't. Chris doesn't know this one either. I did. <laughs> okay. It is the little tiny attachment next to uh, that they can clip onto their horn and put their mouthpiece into uh, to make it sound very, very quiet. So they can have the visual oh. be the focus of the rep but they can still play into the burp. It doesn't make a lot of sound or basically no sound at all from what I understand. Um, and hmm. they can, it's, it's kind of an Aaron Valve substitute. It's kind of new. Uh, th- these things haven't been used for forever, but real niche, very brass. Um, only a brass player probably would know, have known that. So if you're a guard or percussion, would not expect you to know that. That's a tough one. Yeah, no way. All right. Next one. Rachel, what do you think a hand-to-hand is? Hand-to-hand. Ooh. Wait, I feel like I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard me talk about it. Oh, man. Here's a hint. Sometimes you'll be, like, tapping on the table, and I'll do this, and it makes you really mad. So it's, like, if I'm, like, going with the B, and you're, like, going between the B. Yeah. Or, like, there it not is. Even, not even between the B, like, off between the B. And yes. Yeah, that does annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think Rachel just said I was bad at splitting, and she would be right. That is exactly correct. One point for hand-to-hand. That is Chris, do you want to elaborate on kind of where that came from and, and what that is for the non-drummers? Sure. So so a lot of people know bass drummers. They, they have a full, long composite rhythm that is often fast, split up between bass drums. Well, as, as bass drumming has evolved, the number of notes each of them are assigned has gotten shorter and shorter. They found out that they can actually get their hands to... They can do a faster split if they use both hands... It's just harder to do, and uh, those top two bass drummers were able to figure it out 
And so that is why it's called a hand-to-hand, because instead of just splitting the right hand, they're splitting the right and the left hand. And it's quite crazy. Next one, a sail. What is a sail? Okay, well, I don't know what sail is. (laughs) A sail is, uh, it happens in the color guard world whenever their uh, piece of fabric, um, the flag, it gets caught up within the... um, Within itself or within the pole, and it doesn't fly normally like it normally does. So it looks a little weird. It looks like a sail, yeah. like, a, like a ship sail. Yeah. Like a ship sail. Yep. And so they have to try to fix it somehow while they're doing their work. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing. Yes. You're not supposed to get You're not a sail. To uh, the next one is hash or hash mark. Now, if you also, if you're a sports fan, you may know what these are. I mean, I'm well. I mean, I would guess that it is another way to like mark your place or mark yeah. where you're supposed to be. Yes. But okay. yeah, it's it's something it's something we use in marching band. Since since everything's relative to the field, we use the yard lines for our like left to right, and then we use the front side line, the back side line. But there's too much space in the middle, so we end up using the hash marks. They're in the middle of the field, kind of. But they're just marks in the middle that sports teams use for ball placement. Um, there are a bunch of different NFL rules that we're not going to go into on when the ball is placed on the hash versus when it's placed in the middle of the field. But marching bands use the hashes as a way to kind of figure out where you are on the field. So I'll be eight in front of the hash on the 50 or something like that. Yep. Next one is floor. Like if you were like, hey, bass drums, go get the floor. Uh, that's literally the floor. <laughs> is it literally the floor? Though? I mean, it's the the tarp thing. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's called a tarp, yep. but it's the yeah, it's the, the thing that has like whatever decorations on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do love a well decorated or design. Floor. I guess would be a better word. All right, floor. I, I mean, yeah, we called it a tarp in high school oh, okay. because we didn't know what else to call it. But yeah, the floor. Go get the floor. All right, next is set. There's a few different ones, so you have a couple options. Um, okay, so mm. set would be like everyone get ready so that we can run yeah, yeah through yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you're doing. Chris, what are some other, other yep. ways that you could use set? That is correct. Another point. So set is that. Uh, that's what I often think of is, you know, drum majors will call it before drum corps. Um, whoever's running ensembles and... Uh, the Winter Guard, Winter Drumline community, we'll call it before it gets set. Um, sets are also um, each of the individual pictures that you see when it comes to drill. So that is a drill set. Oh, okay. You know, so set, let's start at set 10, meaning we're starting at picture 10. Um, that will also work too. Lots of options. All right, good job. We're at seven points. Uh, floor time. This is a different than a floor, unrelated. What is, what is floor time? Um, floor time. So that's the amount of time you're allowed to be on the floor. Uh, actually, yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. one I've got. Yeah. So Chris, you want to elaborate just for a few seconds on that one too? Sure. So floor time, uh, we actually discussed this in one of our previous podcasts. Uh, floor time is also is often talked about in um, drum corps as the amount of time that you sleep uh, on the actual drum floor instead of sleep on a bus. Oh, see, that's not what I was answering. Oh, do you want half okay. a point for that? <laughs> I thought it was like, okay, so I thought it was um, for, I'm trying to. Like an indoor, you're allowed 12 yes. minutes. Oh, yes. yeah. That's your fault. Oh, but okay. I mean, t- that's also true because we've definitely said you like 
you know, I, I, at least in the ensembles we've taught, Jake, it's like, all right, bass drums will get an hour of on the floor time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Half point time. or full point? What do you think? Full point. Full point. All right. I, I think I think full, full point, point, to be honest, because it is right in one way. But I think we were also thinking of it in terms of sleep floor time. But I mean, that works. Both work. Both work. To be yep. honest. All right. Next one. Dress. And this is your hand for this one is that it's not a noun. Uh, it's a verb. Dress. Is it an important rehearsal time? It is an okay. important thing that you do in rehearsals. Okay, so getting get, warmer, getting dressed. <laughs> no, not not specifically. To, it has nothing to do with clothes. I'll say that. Um, I don't know. I mean, that was my best guess. So, all right, Chris, what mm -hmm. is your best guess? So, so to dress is how to um, basically how to guide in a in a in a drill form. So when they say dress center, that means you look towards the center of the form to make sure that you're in line or you're within the curve or whatever the form uh, shape is. Um, so dress is that's what it is. You either dress center, you can dress right, dress left. Um, but yeah, dress the form, period. No, you're supposed to be in a circle with the snares, so make sure you're in a circle with your snares. Hmm. It's often the antithesis of the dot. Like, dress the form, not go to your dot. Yes. All right. But in seat. The phrase, but in seat. Okay, this but, one I know. But in seat. Because you use this one all the time. <laughs> um, so this is, you absolutely have to be ready to go on the bus, but in seat. Yeah, because your butt is in your bus seat. Yeah. That's, yep, that's 100%. Mm -hmm. Chris, there's nothing to add to that. That is correct. Nine points. The next one. Uh, the lot, and this has nothing to do with real estate. That's your hint. The lot. Okay, I know what this is. This is mm -hmm. the show that you play before you actually play your show, <laughs> which to me doesn't make any sense at all. I think Rachel just broke all band logic. Great job, Rachel. You're the new band CEO. But that's what it is. <laughs> that is correct. Chris, do you want to elaborate? And you that usually is, play it correct. in a parking lot. Yes, which is where it gets its name. Yep. Very, very correct. Yep. Um... The law is, <laughs> I love the, it doesn't make any sense. It's supposed to be a warm up so that the performers are ready to perform when they get in there. But lots have in years recent become the show outside the show, um, especially with ticket prices being as high as they are at like DCI finals and things like that. A lot of people, especially I know the drumming community, they never buy tickets. They just go to the lot. And so drum lines, drum cores, uh, will create a show before the show being the lot and it's always it's always pretty hype it's always pretty fun but yeah the lot the lot all right the next one um this is like several different terms but i didn't want to just use one so that it helps for context um a six mm -hmm. a five a seven any of the numbers it's a noun a six a seven chris mm -hmm. do you have an idea of where where this one goes i do Rachel, do you have an idea about what this is? Um, okay, can you, like, use it? Yes. Like, um, that guard person is able to do a seven. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say that guard person is a six. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be too obvious. That'd be too obvious. Okay, I wasn't even listening because I got distracted. Okay, say it again. Yeah. So that, that I, I don't want to use too many words because it'll make it obvious, okay. but that guard person mm -hmm. can do a six do is not oh, the best verb, okay. but there's a okay. Verb. I would say perform. Can perform a six. Can that perform. Can perform a six, a oh, five, or a seven. Okay, that's a, not. So it's a guard term. It is. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, what I was thinking was it's like the amount of turns they can get in their like flag or yes, rifle or whatever. Yes, that's correct. That's a hundred percent. Yes, right. it, it's a hundred percent what it 11 is. Eleven points. I was actually, yeah, I was actually going to say what we normally say, but I'm sure Jake and I avoided using because we didn't want to give it away. Is you can throw. Yes, yes. Or you can toss. A six, okay, a well, seven. so I do know yeah. some things because yes i have i'm not in the band world i was never in the band world but my best friend for 15 years what rachel just said i'm not her best friend was in the band world so i've heard and stuff yes so i've heard some things yes that's actually how rachel and i met is (laughs) is through this mutual friend who did guard so thanks mutual friend who also is named rachel yeah so we met because of the band world even though i'm not in the band world yes all right, 11 points. Yep. Next one, EPL. These are letters, EPL. Ooh. I'm thinking, I mean, so it's, uh, okay. EPL. Can you tell EPL. me, like, I need categories. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, 4 o'clock is when EPL starts. Like, first we're going to do the morning block, and we're going to have lunch, and then we're going to have a quick ensemble, another word that we used, and then EPL is at mm-hmm. 4. Then EPL EPL's at four, and then I'll 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 send some more help. Butts and seat at five thirty. Yeah. Showers. That's that is that yeah that is definitely one of the that things is, you do in EPL. That's at least half a point. Um, that's part of it. Yeah. Okay. Sh- I don't know what else you do besides showers. Okay. It, so what are some things that you can do during <laughs> that time that you're showering? That stand or start with an E, a P, or an L. Not necessarily while you're showering. Not while you're showering. I should but say the, that. Don't sh- think sh- about what you're doing in the shower. Is another That's thing like, you do during EPL. Name. What are some other things you do during EPL? Pack. Yes, that's the P. Um. Yeah. Laugh. You can certainly. <laughs> I did often. Um. Eat, okay, so eat, pack, leave. A pretty yep. close. Eat, pack, load. Which load. you have to load. Okay. You have to load E-pack, the truck load. or okay. load yourself or load your suitcase. All this stuff. Um. But yeah, that's EPL. Mm-hmm. We'll do we'll do half That's a point. There, there was enough in there for for some amount of yeah. on that. Okay, next one. Uh, rim shot, rim shot. Okay, this is a basketball term. <laughs> but yes. Where <laughs> you hit the rim. Honestly, that is enough for half a point right right there just by saying that. It is. You hit it is, the rim. Honestly. So oh. it's, it's it's a drumming, it's a drumming term, term where you hit the rim oh, okay. and the drum head at the same time. Okay. We'll call it another half point. It's when you hit the rim. That's right. Yeah. All right. A run. Um, so this is Ooh. when you I don't know how to say it without using the word run again. <laughs> just, you, just go for it. Okay, There's no rules here. You run through the show or you run through a section of the show, right? That's actually my next one. So, spoiler, the next one was a run through, which is different. Okay. This is, Chris, if, if this helps, I'm using a run in a different okay, context. Okay, so then. I'll go ahead and give you the point for a run through. Well, let me, let me take another guess. Um, so then this is a section of music that's like. I don't know. Close. Chris, do you, do you know where I'm getting at with this one? Yeah. I think I do. It's uh, it's often a front ensemble term. Um, yes. I guess it might be a woodwind term yeah, as well. I mean, well. yeah, a musical um, term. 
it's it's a it's a flurry of uh, notes, often in a scale scalier pattern, often sixteenth oh. notes and fast. Okay, I didn't really get that. But you got run through without even being prompted, so that's good. So thirteen points so far, and we have like uh, ten or fifteen left. You got a ch- you got a chance. You need five more. This I think step. I think she can you do, might it. Be able to do this. She can do it. That's pretty good. We'll All right, see. some of them get easier too. So we got. I, I believe in you, Rachel. All right, a skank. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this one made it. There were some that didn't, but this is the one that I felt was fine. Okay. Oh, no. It's a drumming term, if that helps. Um, It does not describe a a person. Okay. (gasps) Oh, no. I don't know. (laughs) Chris, just to make sure that we're not going in the wrong direction, maybe you should just explain this one. This is a very specific drumming term. Yeah. Okay. So this is... In quad drumming specifically, so not even just, not just drumming. Drumming. Um, we already talked about a rim shot. What a rim shot is when you hit the drum and the head at the same time. Well, a skank is when you do that and then you immediately mute the drum since quad drums are tonal, and it just creates this like kind of sound. So it's kind of like an onomatopoeia, s- kind of skank. Oh, kind I of. See. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, a screamer. <laughs> okay um so okay is this um like brass yes okay so yes. i would guess that it's somebody who can play really high yes <laughs> that's right yes it is okay. well done thank you all right frack this is similar frack um i don't know but since you said it's also brass, I'll just take a guess. Um, wait, did you say it's a verb? Mm-hmm. To frack. Um, is it something to do with like muting? Kind of, yeah. It's it's Chris. Do you do you have enough context to explain yeah. why that's cl- pretty darn close? Yeah. So it's when you go. It's when they often go for a high note and it clips out on them. They so just, it's like okay. kind of a muted high note. Yeah. They don't accident. quite reach it. Is a mistake. We'll say half point for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tape. I'll accept several answers. Tape. Tape. Yeah. Yes. Tape. Um, okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I know. There's a whole bunch more answers. <laughs> okay. Can you use it like in a sentence? Sure, 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 sure. Um, uh, how far off the tape are you? Okay. So then that's. That's another oh my. way to see your spot, I guess. Yes. Or another or, way. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. What were you saying? I was saying, uh, I need more tape. <laughs> That's not okay. a good one. <laughs> okay. That's another, so, yeah. That's another term. To be, right, to right, be right, clear, right. that's not it's the same. So I know you can like tape your sticks. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, I know you can nope. also, or. Yes. I know that you tape like sabers and rifles and those things Mm -hmm. um yep what else do you tape flags um well yeah i was including that in flags or tape that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) a tape equipment uh chris Mm -hmm. i i think that's enough for a point that that's like four or five different things you got chris what what are the tapes that you? so i was thinking of as she said all the tape for the guard equipment tape for the drum line uh tape on the floor so it's it's often used since there aren't uh, yard lines and hash marks um, on floors, they use a grid. 
and they put tape marks on the grid. So that's like, you know, we're one off the tape or something like that. Um, also, tape is used as um, back in the day when judges gave you uh, like audio tapes for their commentary. Now it's all digital, but we still call them tapes. Um, it's judges feedback during your show. Okay. So many different. I know, right? Tape. tape. What did the yeah. tape? What did the tape right. say? Did you have you listened to the tape yet? Things like that. Yeah. What about guiding? Guiding mm. or to guide verb. Okay, this is when somebody doesn't know how to play their <laughs> instrument and they ghost. <laughs> they they do the full ghost scene. To help them learn how to play their instrument. You know, actually, that probably could probably that wasn't no, what, that's I was not what I was of, thinking of. But we had we had like alternates in college band, and people would march the same mm -hmm. dot at the same time, which was always really silly looking because people would just be like shoulder to shoulder, like doing the show, and then for the actual show they wouldn't do that, but for rehearsal they would, and it always looked super goofy. I guess that would also be mm -hmm. guiding. Um, but Chris, what were you thinking? Because th those were all different. Similar answers. to dressing, it's to to guide the form, basically to. Um, have a have a point of reference of where your dot should be based on the line. We'll say half point. Yeah, pretty I, close. Not not half point. Uh, okay. Don't I mean, I'll take it, but okay. Well, we'll say no we'll half say, point. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's suspense. give more suspense. We're at fifteen and a half. Fifteen and a half going into the final stretch. We're looking for that nineteen. Looking for that nineteen. All right. All right. Next one. Sea vine. Well, Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea is sea vine. More is specifically. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you the point, but tell us yeah, a little bit about I deserve that. that point. Okay, so that's like the gloves that the symbol players wear, but also now other gloves too. Yes, like, all correct. correct. Yeah, so all right, I know stuff. She knows things. Right. <laughs> she knows things. Uh, the next one is one of my favorites: uh, sandwich artist. Ooh. Sandwich artist. I consider myself a sandwich artist. You don't want to be a sandwich artist, let me tell you. I will oh, yell no. at you this is if you This are. is often used. Yeah, oh. this is often used in a negative connotation. <laughs> sandwich artist. Okay, so this is somebody who. Okay, I'm trying to think. They're they're between. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're you're, you're okay. Headed in the no, right. I I feel like I'm headed in the right direction. I think okay, I can get okay. this. Okay, so when you're next to other people, I know you're supposed to be like listening to them and paying attention to what they're doing, right? Okay, am I on the right track at no. all? No. Okay. <laughs> Forget it. I was gonna go down that path like a long way down it, so we'll just okay. skip that. <laughs> okay. How about um, so if if you're in the food truck line and you're yelling at someone for being a sandwich artist, what would you be yelling them about? Okay, they're taking too long. Yes. Yes, yes. Chris, can you want to yeah, elaborate? So that would be me. When you, <laughs> so often at the very end of the food truck line is the PB and J station, and if you've if you're a veteran of drum corps, you understand that you know you're not making a perfect sandwich when you do a PB and J. So you just need to grab one scoop of peanut butter and just give it a quick go over the bread. You're not trying to get all the corners around, and then whatever jelly jams they have, you know. Just plop it right on. As someone the who peanut is, butter. loves making a perfect sandwich, Rachel would be the I, ultimate sandwich. Oh, artist. I definitely would. <laughs> I would make everyone mad, and I wouldn't even care. And I already am very confident I would not survive drum corps. There's many reasons, but, <laughs> but that's that, the that's the main one. That's though. one of them. <laughs> you learn you learn quickly in drum corps. Like the play is one scoop of peanut butter, a quick slab over the piece of bread, 
and then you put just the jelly, you just throw it onto the peanut butter and then grab that other slice of bread, smush it together. And you get out. And get out. You don't have yep. time. We don't have time. All right. Next one, tour goggles. What are tour goggles? Ooh. Okay. You get this hard. What? What, <laughs> what? what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay i know what this is this, i don't think you do <laughs> okay well i'm gonna say what i think it is and what happens to you oh no <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so what happens to you is you go on tour and you're like you get it's like graduation goggles where you are like really you you're really you get really yeah you get really sentimental when it's over you're like that's the best thing that ever happened to me in my entire life even though like the whole time you were complaining about it and, uh, all I've gotta and say it is... was awful wait i'm not done <laughs> and then when you come back you you act like you're in you were in this completely different world and then you don't know how to come back to the real world and be a normal human and you're like like, oh, I forgot what it was like to sleep, and oh, I forgot what it was like to eat normal food, and all okay, those kinds that of is, things. Okay, that is certainly half right, but I am very glad that you did not get the specific part of it wrong. But Chris, can you be more specific about what this usually refers to? Yeah, so so tour goggles is when um, it's a phenomenon where since you're around the same group of people for a long summer tour, you start to find a lot more people a lot more attractive. So someone who you didn't think was attractive at the beginning of tour, um, you will develop tour goggles for them and then find them attractive. Like your standard for beauty lowers over time because you're only around the same 100 people for months. So you're saying the people that you're around aren't attractive, but you start finding them attractive anyway. Yes. And that's tour well, that's kind goggles. of mean. <laughs> and then you see someone from real life and you don't even know what to do because but because their standard of beauty is like above your scale now. And you're like, oh, what's happening? And that's oh. you looking at them with tour goggles. And that's why when you were like, this is something you get hard. And I was like, <laughs> what? No. So that's why we were a little worried for Jake. <laughs> oh, no. It's all good. All right. We are at 17 points. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to go. So you need to get two out of the last seven uh, to, to win. Are you ready? Okay, I'm right. ready. The next word, stock. I'll um, accept a couple answers for this, but what does stock mean? I don't know, but my guess would be that it's like the amount of things that you have. That's a word for it, for sure. That's not usually used in that way. Chris, what, what way are you thinking of when you say stock? Stock is what we would consider like pretty basic or standard, something that you would get like out of the box. Vanilla. Um, okay. Yeah, we, we use it a lot to define like there are band in the box shows that are pre-written shows. Um, and it's, you know, so it's a pretty generic, like, I guess, think of it like generic brand cereal versus the name brand stuff. Okay. That's stock. Or you can use it often colloquially in the context of like, ugh, the showers are cold again, and someone goes, ugh, stock. Stock. Like, uh, totally like typical. Typical, you know. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Scrapes. What are scrapes? I thought you said grapes for a second. Grapes are also like, great, done. but not specific to band. Scrape. What is um, a scrape? Can you use it? Give me some sort of context. Sure. That drummer just played a whole lot of scrapes. Uh, bad. 
Not always. <laughs> Certainly can be. So scrapes is a thing that the quad drummers do um, whenever they are. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the term. They basically same thing as a diddle. Imagine a diddle, two notes in one hand, but then you do two different drums. So boom, boom, ah, uh, in one stroke. So that's a scrape. There you go. All right, around along the same lines, uh, what are arounds? What are arounds? Um, also in the same so same lane, same category. You yeah. go around and hit all the drums. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Chris, yep. can you be more specific? I, I think that's that's full point. What do you think, Chris? That's that's a, that's a full point. Um, a quad drummer would probably describe it as, and being an ex-quad drummer myself, it is the pattern uh, in which that you're playing whatever rhythm it is. So you have your vertical rhythms that quad drummers are playing, but you also have a bunch of varying drums that you're playing. So um, arounds is the pattern in which you play those drums. Okay. There you go. All right. Choke. You mess up. Okay, yeah, yeah, that is one way to, this is not the way I was thinking of it specifically. Correct. Um, we'll yeah. say, as it refers to symbols, what is a choke? Yes. Um, oh, okay. Um, when you, like, put it against you to, like, uh, yeah. dampen the sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. a full point. Exactly. To mute, to mute the yeah. sound after after a hit. All right, well, you won already, but there's three more to go, just just for bragging Ooh, rights. Nice. You've already gotten more than half, just for bragging rights, though. Uh, sticking. Um, what is it? What's the context? Uh, like, what's the sticking for that that section? What's yeah, the sticking what's the sti for that run? Or what's the sticking for that bar? Which which hand you're supposed to use? Yeah, for... yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Rights. Rights and lefts. Rights and lefts. And sometimes if you're holding more than two sticks at a time, they'll be numbered one, two, three, and four. And it's like, that's mm -hmm. mallet three, mallet two, mallet four. Um, but yeah, that's right. right. 20 points. All right, last two. Uh, first one is box five. What is box five? This is the one I suggested. Good <laughs> Chris. <laughs> I don't think I've heard this before. I don't know. Chris, would you want to explain box five? So box five um, is used in the judging community to describe, um, it's a basic way to be able to put everyone in a certain category. So there's box one, two, three, four, and five, and each of them have certain languages to them, like never, sometimes, always. So box five being the highest, and it means always, and it means just basically um, performing at an excellent, at performing with excellence, always. The whole show, the show, like no mess ups. Okay. So it means yeah. like the and best. So, yeah. And so drum corps kids, what we ended up doing is we ended up using the box systems to describe certain aspects of our lives, specifically showers. Showers, we talk about food, the sleeping situation, you know, mm -hmm. a, a rest and stop, there'd, there'd be, food selection. Okay. Always great debates about it. Like, ah, eh, showers were box one. We'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it actually box one? Because remember that one in Louisiana? Like, that oh, was box yeah, one. This is box probably two. box two. Box two. <laughs> you know? Or someone would say box five and we'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is it really box five or just high box four? And it just, what dumb, what fun dumb kids do, you know? Yeah. Okay, last one. This one's a little bit of a different one, um, but I wanted to make a point about being band famous versus famous famous. Um, so I came up with mm -hmm. the most famous name in band that I could, and I want to see if Rachel, who's not a band person, has heard of this person. 
Um, and if they haven't, then they're not actually real life members. Oh, no. if they are. So do you know, Rachel? Who, oh no, this is so much pressure. Who I'm Scott gonna... Johnson is? Scott Johnson. It's a very like standard American name, but you know, yep. very specific. Scott Johnson. Uh, Scott Johnson, I want to personally apologize <laughs> because I have no idea who you are. <laughs> Scott Johnson is important enough that he's not listening to this podcast. I will say that. He's yeah, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. He is. All right. Well, I don't know him. That's good. Okay. I feel like my point has been proven and I mean this is true of the industry. You know, you're you're niche and you're cool in your niche, but outside your niche, everyone's like, who? Um so yeah, who? Not, who nothing against Scott. He's had one of the most successful careers out of anybody, but outside of the immediate band circle, it's like, eh, I don't I don't know who that is. But doesn't diminish his accomplishments. Chris, can you tell us a little about about Scott? So Scott is a very famous uh, drummer out of Concord, California with the Blue Devils. He's been with them for, I believe, over 30 years. I actually don't even know when he began. Um, But yeah, he used to, um, back in the early 2000s, he was writing for them. Actually, now uh, he no longer writes for them. I don't know if we want to try to figure out who does, Jake, but someone else does write for them. But um, yes. They end up. He he writes the entire score, top to bottom. He writes brass, drums, guard, yeah. not guard, uh, front. But yeah, um, so Scott's just one of he's one of the drumline guys, uh, one of the top guys over at the Blue Devils. And yeah, he's just one of the, what they do. the most winning persons ever. Like as a performer, then as a teacher, and then as a writer, arranger, uh, head of mm-hmm. a thing. He has a lot of accolades and medals and oh. it's just very very winning and then i also Good job, Scott. I, I guess i should mention this one of the things that uh mainstream people would know him by is he actually ended up writing all of the drumline music in the movie monsters university that was his writing and he got a couple of his blue devils guys to come play uh at the pixar studio for that movie so you've heard his music oh. that's cool yeah well, there you go. Isn't that, isn't that wild? That is a wild and but fun no one fact. knows. But no one knows who it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they do. Hopefully. Now they do. All right. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been really fun. Congratulations. You got more than half of these words having never done band. I am, I am impressed. I, I didn't know I'm what to in, expect. I'm impressed. Thank I'm, you. I'm impressed very much. Uh, Chris, you missed one. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, and so I, I feel successful because my my... I allowed myself missed, two. Yes, and I made the list, so I, I missed zero. Um, but it, there probably could have been a list that someone could kind of, could have come up with that I couldn't have gotten either. But I, I didn't play just because I, I knew all the answers. But uh, if you at home got a score or got a perfect score or missed a few, tell us which ones you knew and didn't know. We'd love to interact with you. You can either comment on any of the socials. Uh, you can send us an email at mm-hmm. the T-H-E morning block at gmail.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, Chris, do you have that voicemail number handy? I don't. It's okay. I'll, I'll insert it later. Magic drop here. You can reach us at 423-403-5044. All right, Chris. Well, with that, I think it's time uh, to wrap it up. So before we leave, what is uh, the bop of the week? The bop of the week this week is going to be a uh, kind of a chill lo-fi kind of sound. It's called Tennessee by Alan Raymond. Alan with two L's, A-L-L-A-N. Raymond, R-A-Y-M-A-N. Song is Tennessee. All right, Jake, well, let's go ahead and see us out. All right, sounds good. 
This has been The Morning Block. This show is a production of Virtual Arts, Inc. and was produced by Chelsea Levine and hosted by Jake Lyons and Chris Parker. Edited and mixed by Caleb Lee, and our audio engineer is Rosa Westfall. Special thanks to today's guest, my wife, Rachel. Rachel, thank you so much for being here. Uh, our logo design is by Brian Harmson, and our original theme music was written and produced by Jordan Turan and Josh Russell. See you all next week. <laughs>